Welcome to 1-800-GODS-LOVE. I'm your host, Lamika Odom. Thanks for joining me. I always like to start off the episode with explaining where the episode title came from. So the episode title is The Investment. And this episode title came while I was out of town a couple of weeks ago. See, um, I went to a conference that Sarah Jakes Roberts had. And as I was thinking about the money that I had spent for the ticket in the hotel, I, um, not saying that I couldn't believe it, but I remember saying that that was a lot of money. I said it in my mind. And when I said that, the Holy Spirit told me that it was an investment. So that's how this, that's where this episode title come from. So recently I went and seen Sarah Jakes Roberts. I spent almost $200 with for the ticket plus the one night um stay at the hotel. And then I also went and seen Maverick City and Kirk Franklin. I spent $70 for that ticket. And while I don't consider that to be the $70 I don't consider that to be a lot of money, but the $200 I do consider that to be a lot of money. However, the Holy Spirit informed me that it was an investment. So when I say investment, I'm talking about an investment when it comes to my eternal home. We spend a lot of money on many different things. Every month, $25 come out of my checking account because of a membership at the gym. I go every other week to the nail salon. Sometimes I just get my nails done. Sometimes when I go, I get my nails and I get a pedicure. I spend money on getting my hair done. I I invest a lot of funds for my physical appearance. Hair, nails, pedicure, clothes. Every time I decide, every time I'm going on vacation, I purchase something new. Not to mention that I have clothes in my closet with tags on them now from previous times I've purchased stuff when I was going out of town that I didn't even wear while I was out of town. I packed it but didn't even wear it. So you can think about the investments. People invest in stocks. People make investments by purchasing cars. They make investments by purchasing a home. When you purchase a home, your home has equity. You can borrow on the home. You can refinance the home to get a lower interest rate, to get a cheaper payment. We spend a lot of money and a lot of time in investing in things when it comes to the flesh. But what type of investment are you making when it comes to your eternal home? Because keep in mind, where we're at right now, this is temporary. One thing we know for sure is we all have an expiration date. There's a date and a time all the way down to the very second when God knows it's our time to leave this earth. And we have an, we have an eternal home. So what type of investment are you making when it comes to your internal home? A couple of months ago, I went to Tennessee on a ladies' trip. And while I was there, I met a lady who had just had a BBL surgery. And for some of y'all who doesn't know what that means, that's a Brazilian butt lift. The Brazilian butt lift is a um 
a gluten fat graph. Basically, they take excessive fat from other parts of your body to add it to your buttocks to, to where it's supposed to give it a perfect overall shape. I've heard people say every time they turn around, they hear some these women talking about whenever they, well, in the past, because tax season is over, but in the past, an individual told me that it was a lot of people that he worked with that was saying when they tax money came that they was going to Miami to have the same procedure done. And I'm not judging anyone. Whatever you do with your funds is your business. You decide to go have surgery for whatever reason, that's, that's your business. But I want to uh, I want you to think about what are you doing to invest in your eternal in your eternal home. Not your temporary home here on earth, but what type of investment are you making when it comes to your eternal home? The Bible tells us in Genesis 2:7, it says, Then the Lord God formed that is created the body of man from the dust of ground and breathed into his nostrils in the breath of life. And the man became a living being, an individual complete in body and spirit. The message version says, God formed man out of dirt from the ground and blew into his nostrils and breathed life. The man came alive, a living soul. So when we leave here, our bodies are going to decay. We're going to return back to the dirt, which is where we came from. In Genesis 3.19, it tells us, By the sweat of your face, you will eat bread until you return to the ground. For from it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. So while we are taking care of our bodies physically, while we're investing by buying things that we want to look nice in when we get ready to go out, what type of investment are you making when it comes to your eternal home? Not your temporary home here on earth, but what type of investment are you making when it comes to your eternal home? In 1 Thessalonians 5, 23-24, it says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you through, the, through and through, that is, separate you from profane and vulgar things, make you pure, pure and holy and undamaged consecrated to him set apart for his purpose and may your spirit and soul and body be kept complete and be found blameless at the coming of the lord jesus christ faithful and absolute trustworthy is he who is calling you to himself for your salvation and he will do it he will fulfill his call by making you holy guarding you watching over you and protecting you as his own So here is telling us what he will do, but it's also telling us that we are set apart for God's purpose. So when I talk about investment, I am speaking on the time. Are you spending any quality time with God? You know, we spend quality time with individuals when we're trying to invest in friendships, when we're trying to invest in our marriage, when we're trying to invest in relationships. But are you spending any quality time with God? Or are you in and when you do spend time with God, is it a two-way conversation or is it a one-way conversation? You go to God, have a conversation with God, say amen, and go on about your business. Or or is it a time where you set time aside, where you get in the presence of God, you 
whether it's reading God's word, spending time with worship music, listening to worship music or worship and praising him. But are you taking the time to be able to hear from him where you're sitting still, nothing going on in your background where you're, you're expecting to hear from God? Investing in our eternal home is essential. We all want to be in heaven with our father. I I don't I pray nobody wants to go to hell. However, you have to you have to make an investment in that. You have to make an investment in you when it comes to your eternal home, just like you make investments when it comes to stocks, just like you make investments when it comes to your health. Mark 8:36. The message Bible says, "What good would it do to get everything you want?" and lose you the real you what could you ever trade your soul for the new living translation says and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul so what would you benefit if you spent if you spent all this time here on earth investing in your physical appearance investing it in your in your temporary home but then lose your soul when it comes to your eternal home Ecclesiastes 12 7 also reminds us for then the dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to God who gave it the message Bible says the body is put back in the same ground it came from and the spirit returns to God who first breathed it also in Matthew 7 I got two I I um, read the Amplified Version and the Message Version. Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. When I read this Bible, I mean, when I read these verses, it made me think of, I've heard people say in the past, not everyone you see in church, you're going to see in heaven. Everybody that's in the church is not going to make it to heaven. When I read this Bible verse, this is what I thought about when I've heard people say this in the past. Verse 22 says, Many will say to me on that day when I judge them, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name or driven out demons in your name or done many miracles in your name? And then I would declare to them publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You are banished from my presence. You who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. Then the message Bible says, knowing the correct password, saying master, master, for instance, isn't going to get you anywhere with me. What is is required is serious obedience doing my father's will i can see it now at the final judgment thousands strutting up to me and saying master we preached a message we banished the demons our super spiritual projects had everyone talking and and do you know what i'm going to say you missed the boat all you did was use me to make yourself selves important you don't impress me one bit you're out of here now that's the message version i like the message version a little bit better but it it all basically means the same thing um wow 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 
Lord, Lord, it says, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many miracles in your name? And then I would declare to them publicly, I never knew you depart from me. So when I read these verses, what I got from this was traditional religion, routines, rituals. That is not that is not going to get you in heaven. You believing that God's son, Jesus, went to the cross and died for our sins. You having an intimate relationship with God. You spending time with God. Not just these, let me go to church because this is what you're supposed to be doing. Because you can go to church all day. You can go to church every day. You can be in the church seven days a week. But do you know God? Do you have a relationship with God? Do you know what God's word says when things come up in your life, when you start facing things? Do you know a Bible verse that you can speak over that situation? Our investment when it comes to our eternal home is more important than our investment when it comes to our temporary home here on earth. Your intimate relationship with God is essential. God has created you for a purpose. He's created you for a purpose, for his purpose. Do you know what God's purpose is for your life? Do you know what he created you for? Do you know the gifts and talents that he's placed inside of you for you to use while you're out here, while you're here on this earth? Have you sought, have you went to God to to understand, God, why did you create me? What is my purpose here? What is the purpose you've created me for? Why am I here? Do you know any of those things when it comes to you and why God created you? Because he created you for a purpose. Jeremiah 29, 11, I believe is the Bible verse. For he knows the plans that he have for you. God knows the plans that he have for you. He created you for a purpose but do you even know what that purpose is? Have you even sought God to figure out what his purpose is for your life? Or are you just here living day by day and thinking that, you know, if I go to church, I'm going to get into heaven? Because it's more than that. It's more just being in a church. It's having an intimate relationship with God. It's getting personal. It's going to your father about everything, no matter how little you think it is or how big you think it is, going to God about everything, seeking God's face, getting in his presence, expecting to hear from God, expecting God to do things in your life, expecting God to show up and show out because that's what he does for his people. He shows up and he shows out. It's having faith for God. It's having faith in God to do things that you know that you can't do on your own. So I want to close out by praying. And I hope that when you hear this, I hope that you would examine your personal life, examine the time that you spend Netflix and chilling, the time that you spend when it when you're engaging in self care, the time that you spend when you're um out with friends, when you're out with your husband, when you're out with your wife, when you're out with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, because we spend a lot of time doing a lot of things i like to call like when i'm netflix and chilling or 
Yeah, Netflixing and chilling. I like to call that useless entertainment. That's that's something I just I've started calling that useless entertainment. When I'm watching Netflix and I'm binge watching something, I call it useless useless entertainment. We spend money when it comes to getting um college degrees, student loan debt. We rack up debt when it comes to things that we want, but we don't have the money to buy it. But we'll use our credit card to purchase something that we want at the time when it's not in our budget to buy it. So we use a credit card and then we have to pay off the credit card. So we invest money in many things, but your investment in your eternal home is so much more important. So I pray that you would self-reflect on your investments. I pray that you would self-reflect on your investment when it comes to your eternal home, because that's what's important. When your body, when you die, your soul is going somewhere, either heaven or hell. That is determined by your relationship with God. That is determined by your investment when it comes to your relationship with God. That that is determined by what you are doing when it comes to your relationship with God. How are you spending your time? How are you maintaining that relationship? Are you putting as much effort and time in that relationship that you're putting in your marriage? Are you putting that much as much effort and time in your relationship with, with God when it comes to the same way you are when it comes to your job? Think about your relationship with God. Think about where you're at. And if you're new at this, oh, that's fine. But you have to start somewhere. And your investment when it comes to your eternal home is so much more important than your investment when it comes to this temporary home. So, Father God, I thank you. I thank you once again for giving me what you gave me, Father God. This is, I don't take credit for it. None of this is me. I don't even like hearing my voice, but here I am. But God, I thank you. I thank you for just reminding me whenever I was sitting and thinking about the money that I I had spent. I thank you for reminding me that it was an investment. It was an investment when it comes to my eternal home. The same way that I would spend money to go see an R&B, an R&B artist or the same way I would spend money to go see a movie, the same way I would spend money. It was an investment. It was an investment when it comes to my eternal home. And I thank you, Father God, for reminding me of that. I pray that your people will understand that their eternal home is so much more important than their temporary home here on earth. We're just here passing through. This is not our home. We're we're passing through. This is temporary, Father God. One thing I know for sure is that you have a day, a time, all the way down to the second when you're going to call each one of your children home. And I pray, Lord, that, that they will self-reflect on the time that they spend, that they will evaluate their life and the time that they spend when it comes to you, the time that they spend when it comes to investing in in growing spiritually, books. You can invest in books. You can watch sermons on YouTube. There's so many resources when it comes to our relationship with you, God. Your word, your, to start off with your word, the Bible, and it's in so many different um, translations and so many different versions. But I pray, Father God, that they will want to draw closer to you. I pray, Father God, that they will want to invest in their relationship when it comes to you, Father God. 
God, I thank you. I thank you for who you are. I thank you, Father God, for seeing what you placed inside of me when I didn't even see it. I thank you, Father God, for loving me during times when I didn't even love myself. And I thank you, God, for continuing to pursue me. Even whenever I was not doing what you would have me to do, even whenever I was doing things that was not pleasing in your sight, Father God, you continue to pursue me. And I thank you for that, Father God. God, I thank you that even on the days that I struggle, I still hear from you. I still see you working in my life in and through me. I thank you for being who you are. I thank you for the listeners, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that this does not fall on deaf ears, but Lord, that they would take what they've received and that they would apply it to their personal lives, Father God. And I pray, Lord, that the one that's scared, the one that's thinking about, well, if I start doing this, people going to think, it doesn't matter what people think. I pray, Father God, that they understand that people cannot get them into heaven. Their relationship with people is not what's going to get them into heaven. Their relationship and their investment when it comes to you is what's going to get them into heaven. I pray, Father God, that they will not be so caught up on what people think or people pleasing, and they will be more concerned about pleasing you and doing what you've called them to do, Father God, fulfilling your purpose for their lives on this earth. God, I love you and I thank you. All these things I asking your son Jesus name. Amen.